from KQED. Hey everyone, I'm Emmanuel. I'm Kali. And I'm Jamidra. And we're the hosts of The Cooler, your weekly dose of pop culture commentary. This week, we're talking about pop culture that we're looking forward to in the coming months. We're also taking a trip down memory lane into our best bits. And Emmanuel shares an album that he thinks you need to get into for the summer. Yes, summer bops. Dear listeners, we have some news that we have to share with you. We're pregnant. We are. No more babies for me. I'm not playing. (laughs) Don't joke about that. (laughs) So this is the cooler's last episode. Don't say it like that. Of the season. Okay. Gotcha then. Did Carly just give us a hey? (laughs) Yeah, she did. (laughs) So we are going on summer hiatus, but we'll be back in September. So don't worry. But there are plenty of ways to keep in touch. You can hit us on the social, hit oh us God, on the okay. buzz. So many ways. Also, in a <laughs> recent episode, I offhandedly mentioned that I love snail mail. And then, to my surprise, oh, yeah. I found a handwritten letter from a listener. Oh, my gosh. Shout out Laurel Paul for mm-hmm. making my dreams come true. Shout out Laurel. Shout out Laurel. So, yeah, if you are also a wonderful person like Laurel and want to send us letters, hey, you should do that. Our address is 2601 Mariposa Street in San Francisco. I can't wait to peep all of your cute stamps. So let's get started with pop culture we're really looking forward to that'll come out while we're on hiatus and won't be able to talk about. Oh, gosh. So the world is terrible. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys knew that. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just today I saw footage of police dragging protesters out of their wheelchairs. Mm. In D.C., the planet's also on our deathbed, and Trump is paid by tax dollars to start shit with Rosie O'Donnell on Twitter. <gasps> but Rosie's your friend. She is. Am she I is. not right in saying that? I will defend her. Yes. To the death. We DM'd recently. <gasps> so, needless to say, with all of these things happening in the world, I need some escapist Nordic pop. Oh, that you do. And specifically, I need this from Robin. Oh, you mean with the with the Justin Bieber haircut? The first one with the Justin Bieber haircut, Robin? She was out in the 90s and Robin then she with came a y. back. Robin with a Y had a Justin Bieber swoop over mm-hmm. the eye mm. before Justin Or Bieber. he had a Robin swoop. Yeah. Hello. Justin okay. was just a glint in his father's eye. Yeah, exactly. he was just like a piece of sperm just floating around. Oh, see, I like Carly's glint. In you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, can we just make it a bit more lyrical? She's a poet and I'm gross. So yeah, Robin, we need you. And... I'm thinking of ways to get her attention because mm-hmm. tweeting her is not working. The bat signal for Robin. I'm glad you said that. Yes. Because that's what I thought. And I was like, okay, well, it can't be a bat outline. So no, I'll... that'll bring Batman. Yeah. It's just the hair. Just the hair outline. It could be that or it could mm. be an outline of someone dancing on their own. Oh. oh I keep dancing on She's so oh, good. Ow, my heart just hurt. Right? Ah. And I need more of that in my life. Ah. So, Robin, I look forward to you releasing an album in the next two months. 
I, I will it to happen. So hang, hang on a minute. Like, is your pick for what you're looking forward to in summer is just something that you wish is going to happen. Cool, that's good to know. All my picks will be hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> I have a crazy amount of influence. Mm-hmm. I don't you know actually if you do. Okay. So I'm just willing it into the universe and she will heed the call. Isn't it a crazy thought that there's somewhere in the world right now, someone has a sheet of paper that says influencers to contact. Your name's probably on mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I have several things to look forward to. A disclaimer, most of them involve me staring at a screen for the entire summer. I'm going to be vegging out on television, so we'll get into that. But I'll just start off by saying that I am most looking forward to, in the real world, excessive man meat, thigh meat. What? Whoa! Excessive thigh meat as in the romp hymns. Ah, I am looking forward yes. to seeing men walking around in the romp hymns. And this is a, a romper for, for a, a man. A romper for men that started as like a, I think it was like a GoFundMe. One company was like, hey, we've got rompers. And then it became an internet meme and a joke. And then it became a thing. But I'm looking forward to the thighs. So, uh, Emmanuel, yes? Oh, I'm here for it. Romp hymns? <laughs> I'm not going to be wearing one. <laughs> But I'll be on the lookout. Okay. I love a romper. I so you really should get a bat one. signal for thigh meat. Yes, just put the thigh meat <laughs> up and like every time I spot one, mm, thigh meat, 25th, Broadway. You're, you're like, come find me. <laughs> you're into it. And as far as me staring at the television screen, Game of Thrones. Ooh, yes, when is that out? That is coming back on July 16th. Only seven episodes this time, though. Hopefully the episodes will be a little longer than usual. Huh. Insecure season two. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. So that's dropping July 23rd, 10.30 on HBO. <laughs> yes. You have the time I, I am in. I am in this. Snowfall, a new series on FX. It's all about like the rise of the crack epidemic in Los Angeles. It sounds gloomy. Yeah. But the cinematography is awesome. And so is the soundtrack. So I'm, I'm here for it. Okay. Well, in terms of what I'm looking forward to, there's nothing more I love to spend a, a beautiful summer's day doing than uh, sitting in a darkened room with air conditioning going to the movies Mm -hmm. i have noticed that all of the films i go and see in theaters the same previews play each time they know you they know who you are and it's always baby driver the new edgar wright film which is basically just grand theft auto and it's also always atomic blonde (laughs) This was one of my picks. <laughs> With Charlie's. Oh, my God. As I think I went into some real detail on my Fast and the Furious deep dive mm-hmm. a couple of episodes ago. I am loving this new action direction that Charlie's Theron is taking. I really loved Mad Max Fury Road. Her presence on screen, like she's so, ah, what's the word? I just think she's like this powerful, like strong presence. And I mean that like. Uh, physically like she looks strong she looks Mm -hmm. like she could batter you she is no waif and I just love this new chapter in her career she's very commanding recently very commanding thank you for taking the words literally right out of my mouth (laughs) I was thinking like hulking and I was like no that's not what I'm trying to say but uh, yeah she's just fantastic this preview which I saw today because I was looking up Movies that people are really excited about. I'd love to see our Google searches before we record an episode. <laughs> you don't want to see. Because for something that's coming later in this episode, I had to search for biscuit gravy vagina oh. in my email inbox. It'll yes. make sense later. But I was watching this preview because Charlize, duh. Yeah. I'll, I'll click and see duh. what's going on. And then I hear this sinister cover of New Order's mm-hmm. Blue Monday. And I'm like, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Here for it. <laughs> and then Charlize is just beating up men. Yep. Love when that happens. Yep. Also in. Then Queen's Killer Queen starts playing. She's a killer queen. 
it. Yeah. And she continues to just punch men in the face while looking amazing and being very commanding. Mm-hmm. Not hulking. No, not not hulking. At all. And there's this one moment where her spy handlers or something are like, did you make contact with the French Oh-ho. person of interest? <laughs> and then she's like, you could say that. Cut to a lesbian sex scene. Yeah. Oh, cut to just she was all like, that bonking. Yeah, I made contact. <laughs> yeah. I love everything about this film except for the title. Atomic Blonde. I, yeah. Mm. But I'm here for Charlize all day. What other previews have you been seeing in the movie theater? Well, they keep showing this uh, trailer for this new Christopher Nolan movie called Dunkirk. That's also on my list. Oh, we should go, we to, should the go to the movies. movies. <laughs> but I don't know if you've, like, okay, I'll just get this out of the way. I'm actually not a Christopher Nolan fan at all. You don't like Inception? A mm. lot of people do. I think that... Interstellar? Batman? Further to my theory. It's not Fast and the Furious, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I like films. That is called Shade. I really love the Fast and the Furious. (laughs) Well, you know I had that theory that Ridley Scott has only ever made two good films. My other theory is that Christopher Nolan has only ever made one truly good film. Which one? Oh, Memento. Tweet me at Teacup in the Bay. Wow, I will. I will fight you with facts. I just, I don't. I'm tweeting like you, Emmanuel. Right I was tweeting you right now. I was about to say you oh, so wrong. The girl. thing that so there's two Same. things that I'm just slight tangent. Number one, there's no humor in any of his movies. They're totally humorless. I can't get on board with that. Mm. Number two, he has a real dead woman problem, a dead wife problem. The only reason that women exist in like the Nolan universe is to die and then kind of propel the male characters to avenge in a quest for something. <laughs> Anne Hathaway's character of Catwoman in Batman Mm -hmm. was amazing. And she didn't, she propelled the narrative forward. I actually liked that Batman movie more than the other ones he made. Mm. I think that's the last one, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't hate that one. However, his new movie is Dunkirk, which is about the the Dunkirk landing in 1940, I think? World War II, anyway. Um, It's an amazing story. Look it up if you don't know about it. The trailer is just so phenomenal. It's so good and I've seen it so many times and I get tingles. So are you sold now? Each time. Oh, honestly. And like the cast looks amazing. It's like Tom Hardy, uh Harry Styles, Harry of One Direction, Mother Is Effing Styles. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. And it kind of fits there. Like he, he looks like a part of that world. He's it's totally going to die in the like first he's 2 minutes. Is this his acting debut? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Honestly, just go online, find this trailer, even if the movie's crap. And it might be because it's Christopher Nolan. The trailer <laughs> yeah, that's is just... You know I'm how... just shocked you don't like Interstellar. That made me feel things. Uh, I did cry at the scene that Matthew McConaughey watches his children's life like, flash forward. Yeah. yeah. You know the bit yeah. I'm talking about, oh, right? Yes. Where he goes to the water planet and spends too long there. So it made you cry and have that kind of emotional response, but you still don't think it was good. Well, I thought about it, and I realized that when McConaughey cries... I cry. Uh-huh. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm here for the reconnaissance, guys. That's part of it. Yeah. It's part in, of the movement. In True Detective, when he was having all those drug flashbacks, oh. I was there, right, right there with him. I don't know. I just all think right. he's really good at certain scenes and there's other things that aren't so good. But I do want to go and see this Dunkirk movie. Well, I will be there with you. Wonderful. I don't know if you guys will want to do the next thing that I'm about to say with hmm. me because it's kind of a solitary thing. Okay, try oh. on me. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Not that thing. Do you need to be alone for that? You need no. to go into the bathroom? Okay. But it is something I used to do a lot as a teen. Okay. Oh, oh uh, once again, do you need some alone time in the bathroom? <laughs> Watch Frasier. <laughs> R.I.P. the dog from Frasier. Oh. R.I.P. Moose the dog who <sighs> played Eddie with such conviction. So sometimes I like to indulge in the kind of emo vibes I felt as a teen. Mm-hmm. Particularly the times where I was listening to Dashboard Confessional. Um. I don't know if you guys know this band, but it's it's very emo. 
And Lana Del Rey is the modern vehicle for this kind of practice. Oh, she is. So when I'm in this kind of mood, I'll, I'll draw the curtains, mm-hmm. I'll light a candle, and I'll pretend like I'm a loveless teen in a 90s WB show. <laughs> <laughs> and I sometimes do that to Lana, but haven't in a while because she hasn't had new music for a minute. Oh, I know what you're going to say because that was on my list. Yes. So she has a new album called Lust for Life coming out July 21st. Is that not out yet? Not yet. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And Jamidra, if that's also on your list, you can come over. We can light the candle together. I'm all yeah. there. I'm with you. Yes. So I was like, I kind of liked her. Like, she's kind of haunting. Like, I don't know her music very well. But when I saw that she has an album out, I was like, I'm intrigued. Do you guys remember maybe two months ago, she tweeted some date and time. And people were like, she's dropping the album early. It's mm-hmm. happening. Oh, my God. And it turned out that's the time that all the witches around America were putting a hex on Donald Trump. And she oh. was partaking. So is she a witch now? Yeah. Oh. So the only way. She's you, all the crap. <laughs> the only way you can get out of the disappointment of all the fans in that moment uh-huh. from like it not being an album is like, oh, you're you're taking care of our country. That's oh, fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. Okay. We'll, it's all good. We'll go with that. Yeah. We'll, I support that. Also, very quickly, LCD Sound System used to be a band until they retired mm-hmm. in 2010. And back in college, I was obsessed with them. And at one of their shows, I tried to crowd surf, and it was very awkward. Oh, wow. <laughs> very I'm, awkward. I'm trying to imagine you crowd surfing. It was awkward. I sure. can't see you relaxing enough to be like, okay, okay your, hand is, your hand is there. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm trying yep. to imagine you crowd surfing to LCD sound system. Right? So anyway, they said they retired. Just like Cher, they were just toying with our emotions. Mm-hmm. And they're coming back with an album that's coming out soon, TBD. They didn't give a date, but it's probably happening this summer. Funking with your heart again. Listen, mm-hmm. speaking of people who said they were going to retire yeah. and still continue to drop music. Mm-hmm. Lily Allen. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, every time I'm like, you better f-ing mean that. This time. <laughs> Guess who's dropping a visual album on June 30th? Oh, another visual album. Hmm. I'll give you a hint. They recently had twins and their wife is really famous. Jay-Z. Jay-Z is dropping an album called 444 on June 30th. I'm living for it. I wondered why he was on Fresh Air with Terry Gross. (laughs) Also, same day. In mm-hmm. case you're interested, TLC is dropping their album Not on June 30th. No. So if you want to go ahead and press play on that. Also, if you're ready to get into some club, like you, you got the email thing covered. If yeah. you want to dance, Calvin Harris. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. Wow. Calvin Harris. Listen, he, Scottish tanning enthusiast do, Calvin Harris. You do. Former Butterface. Actually, current <laughs> Butterface. Say what you will. When that man gets with Rihanna, I dance. And when Taylor Swift writes the song that they are producing, Mm. I dance. Listen, how much writing was that, really? (laughs) How much writing was that? It was like four words about lightning, (laughs) but you are here for it, and so am I, and that's what matters. And we will be dancing It went to number one. I just want to take us back to the TLC mention. Did you all see when um, the comedian Paul F. Tonkins tweeted at TLC asking if they'd relaxed their scrubs policy? (laughs) And they said, hell no? Yeah, (laughs) tweeted back, hell no. I love Uh, it. And in case you haven't heard all of our episodes, when I said no when you mentioned TLC, mm. it's because they recently came out as All Lives Matter. Trump is actually not an issue because God is my president. That's why I said that. I actually love TLC's (laughs) earlier work. So don't don't at me and don't write a handwritten letter about that. Also, I have a few movies that I am planning on seeing. Girls Trip. Okay, so I know that the other one flopped. What was the other movie? Rough Night. Rough Night flopped. So Girls Trip is basically uh, Rough Night. Ghost like, Michelle Comer will come yeah. back to get you. Emmanuel. It's like Hangover, except they're all women, mm-hmm. all black women going to the Essence Festival, which is basically like the pilgrimage for black women. I don't know if you've ever been to the Essence <laughs> oh, Festival in New Orleans. Remind me who's in this because I saw the oh, trailer and oh, I laughed. Mm, mm. Queen Latifah. Here for it. Jada Pinkett. 
Yes. Regina yes. Hall, who you may remember from like Scary Movie and Think Like a Man. Yeah. A, a comedian named uh, Tiffany Haddish, who is like up and coming. She's kind of new, but she's on like this Netflix series called The Carmichael Show. Um, and she's also on Hip Hop Squares. Have you guys seen that? No. So oh. Hip Hop Squares is basically like Hollywood Squares, Hollywood squares <laughs> but it is produced by Ice Cube. <laughs> Love <Okay>. it. <laughs> yeah. So it's everything. And then I'm going to see another movie that I know little about, but it's called Dark Tower. And it's going to start in just Elba. <gasps> yes. And it's dropping. And oh, Matthew McConaughey. At the beginning of August. All I know is that it's, the film is based on a series of books written by Stephen King. So I'm like, okay, yeah. that plus Idris Elba mm-hmm. means that I need to go see this. Let's and, just remind ourselves that The Running Man is also based on a book by Stephen uh, King. Oh. So it's not always a whole <laughs> but, but quality. But is, is Idra in that film? He's not. Okay. That was, <laughs> that was the missing component. Apparently, it's the first of an eight-book series, so it could be like a franchise. Okay, and we so might have Idris with us forever. If listen, he can't be Bond, he can. I be I was this gonna person. say, if we didn't get Bond, at least we got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm all. It's basically, it's raining chocolate all summer, and I'm standing on the screen. It's raining chocolate. You're standing in the middle of the field with a with your tongue out. <laughs> so, last movie. Technically, it's not going into production until the beginning of 2018. But listen, Wrinkle in Time. Nope, oh. but it does involve Ava DuVernay. Okay, the Lupita and Rihanna scammer yes. movie is happening. Netflix has picked up rights to it, so I know that the film is not going to be released until maybe next year at the earliest. However, mm-hmm. I believe you have a dream mm-hmm. <laughs> that we will see more Rihanna and Lupita together on Instagram and social media, and the friendship will blossom. Yes, oh. in the same way that I believe that Malia Obama and Yara. Shahidi are also going to have a friendship that I'll be monitoring Ooh. over the summer. They're both going to Harvard this fall, so you will be the puppet master. I'm going to be scenes. stalking them on Instagram yeah. this summer. Is all yeah. I'm saying. But you're like, hey kids, I'm a cool mom. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, fellow kids? Get in, loser. We're going shopping. And they're like, this woman keeps trying to abduct us. It's really weird. I am here. All right, so we have a lot on the agenda. We're going to be at the movies together. We, we better leave now, actually, if we're going to make the exactly. show. Right, right, yeah. right. We're going to be lighting candles, listening to Lana, of course, yeah. and. Then we turn it Jimmy up. Jimmy might go to jail for abducting Malia Obama. Listen. It is what it is. We're going to be friends, all of us. That's what abductors <laughs> say. Yeah. That was creepy. You're scaring me. So we've produced a shit ton of episodes. Hey, I believe that's the uh, official that's the official number, right? Terminology. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shit ton equals over eighty episodes. Mm-hmm. So we thought it would be fun if we looked back over our past episodes and talked about some of our favorite moments to remind you guys that while we're away for a few months, we have so many other recorded moments that you can relive or hear for the first time. Mm-hmm. So listeners of the show might not realize, but in addition to hosting and producing, I also edit every episode. Mm. So you hear everything. Sick of our voices. I save us from some moments that shouldn't be here. <laughs> Just cut that right out. Oh, no, you haven't got those moments. No, I, mean, I don't know. God. They're... We'll be blackmailed later on in life. Yeah. <laughs> Editing is probably my least favorite part of the process because mm. like you guys aren't there. Mm. I'm just alone and it take, it's very time consuming. But I find ways to have fun with it. And specifically, there was a moment in our anniversary episode, which is titled We're Going to Podcast Like It's Our Birthday. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Where I wrote some meet cute fanfic about us. Do you remember oh, this? Yeah. Oh yeah, and I got really, and it took me like five minutes to realize what was going on. You can hear my like palpable confusion yeah. in the recording. It's really funny. You're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> we, we met how? Yeah, 
So let's relive some of that. Here's how I met Jamidran. Oh, yeah. Picture it. A blues singer is crooning at a costume party. I'm wearing a cool chainmail shirt paired with some medieval knight's armor. And I slip away from the crowd and find a huge fish tank. My eyes follow the colorful, exotic <laughs> fish as they swim this way and that way. And it's right then that I notice someone's eye spying on me <laughs> from behind some coral. It's Jamidra. <laughs> she stands up on the other side of the tank, dressed up in angel wings. We smile coyly at each other. I raise my eyebrows in a, I think I might be in love with you, even though it's only been three seconds kind of way. She blushes and looks away. I push my nose against the glass because it seems like a sexy thing to do. This is like fan fiction, Emmanuel. <laughs> Jeez, you're getting hot under the collar here. Yeah, if the fans aren't going to do it, I have to. <laughs> have to, have to. Jameter laughs. But then we're interrupted by Jameter's maid. Madam, your mother calls. Who takes her away and forces her to dance with Paul Rudd, who's wearing an astronaut costume. Paul. In that moment, I vowed to get down on one knee the next time I saw her and ask her to be on my podcast. Yes. Oh. And here we are. Are you wondering how I met Carly, Jamidra? Yeah, tell me the story. Picture it. <laughs> I'm walking down the street, chatting on my Nokia flip phone, even though I hate talking on the phone. I'm having a great day because I just booked a really important wedding planner gig. I wowed the client with my idea of an evening wedding at the Botanical Gardens, white silk tents, thin enough to see the stars, candlelight, exotic trees imported from Bali. I was thinking Gatsby, you know, like not a period wedding, but the spirit of it. Anyway, as I'm bragging about scoring this huge wedding, I walk over a sewer grate and my heel gets stuck in one of the holes. Oh, God, because you love heels. Yeah. And in case you're wondering why I'm wearing high heels in this scenario, gender is a construct, get over it. It is. <laughs> So my new Gucci shoe is stuck and I can't get out. At this exact moment, a sloppy ice cream eating cab driver drops his scoop of vanilla on his car seat. He takes his eyes off the road for one second to clean it up and careens into a dumpster. Which starts to roll down the hill towards me because we're in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. The dumpster wants to murder me. You're probably thinking, just take off the shoe. Just take it off. (laughs) Get out of the way, you idiot. Well, first of all, that's a rude thing to think. It is. (laughs) And secondly, I tried that, but you see, these are Gucci's that I just bought. My new Gucci shoe. Come on. So I'm tugging on it, and the dumpster's getting closer and closer. (laughs) And right before it kills me, someone tackles me out of the way and rolls on top of me. It's Carly. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, where's my shoe? Where's my shoe? And she says, you got it right here. She cradles my head and asks how I'm feeling. I gaze into her eyes and say, you saved, you saved my, shoe. my shoe. Also, do you want to be on my podcast? Exactly. And that's how we met. The rest is history. Well, you know I was so confused because I've never seen the wedding planner. <laughs> I thought this was real. It was real. What are you talking exactly. about? Oh, forgive me. And you know, I love a good Romeo and Juliet reference. Mm. That was Aww. prime Leo. Yeah, that was a really romantic moment for that us. That was. Am I right in thinking that American high schools also used that movie as a way for teachers who were a bit bored to teach their students Shakespeare? Our teacher just used to put that movie on and be like, ah, oh, watch this. It's well, listen, pretty much accurate. In high school, in English, my high school English and drama class, we watched two movies all the time. Romeo and Juliet and Roots, oddly. We watched Roots what? like oh. a few times. <laughs> it was like, you will learn this. You're going to learn today. <laughs> yes. I think Kevin Hart would say. 
So we did a little episode in which I was so wrong, so flawed, and I compared Carmen, the MTV hip hopera, <laughs> to Hamilton, mm-hmm. the Broadway sensation. Which yes. does not stop you. Yes. And we talked about the cast of Carmen, the hip hopera, and one particular cast member <laughs> caught Carly's attention. It was narrated by none other than 90s rapper Debrat. Oh. <laughs> Debrat. I forgot about that. And you don't say it. it's not T H E, duh. It's duh. Debrat. So get it right. He is also available for audiobooks, I've heard. <laughs> Debrat's a woman. <laughs> oh, no! Exit stage left, Carly. <laughs> We're like, I hear that he's great in other things. I've heard great things about his member. Because he has one. Because he's a man. In the book. <laughs> A guy, a girl. I still live for that moment. It's iconic. It's truly amazing, iconic. and it's how cocky I am. Like how clever I think I'm being, and like in the shade that I'm like throwing. On You're the like, wrong person. Uh, have you heard track six on his debut oh, album? God. Loved it, Genius. guys. Oh. I'm foreign. All right, Debrat, Debrat, Debrat. Well, in terms of favorite moments, I loved the whistling contest, and that not was just because I won it. Fair and square, with no argument. It's a fine one. Weren't you called I mean, reductive, though? Yeah. Um, I mean, no derivative. There's said. a lot of ways of uh, interpreting that word. I choose to um, move forward with positivity and light in my life. Like everything good was derived from your whistle. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah I'm, I'm like the font of uh, whistling knowledge. Yes. I think it's the peak of, of anything we've done. Kill Bill. You want to do it? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Throw a trap beat on this and we could just really do something. Yup. <laughs> oh, thanks for ruining it at the end. <clears throat> I want you guys to guess okay. what I'm whistling. I've had my water. I'm not cracking up. (laughs) That sounds like a haunted spirit (laughs) breeze through some branches. Jamidra's whistle stays with me. It's like enmeshed in my DNA and my spirit. It's like that sound effect they use in horror movies. I've had several people tell me they were afraid after listening to it. Yeah, when you're home alone, don't listen to our podcast, or at least that episode when you're home alone, because that whistle, sinister. Some people get paid to whistle in films. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll get paid to do whatever that was (laughs) for horror films. Breathe really weirdly into a mic. So strange. Also, can I get a round of applause for at least committing to finishing my song, though? You did. Yeah. There was a pause there where I thought that was it, and then it kept going. I'll say that for you. You finish. You do. You see it to the end. It's great. It's you great. finished or you're done? And you're like, no, I'm not. You finish, you're done. A lesser person would have bailed out when they realized how badly it was going. Not you. Not me. So I like to tell pretty inappropriate stories. Yeah, I noticed. Usually from the pages of history. And one of my favorite reactions to one of these stories happened when I told the story of a woman who was born without a vagina, (laughs) but managed to accidentally get pregnant anyway. Let's just play the clip, but there's nothing else I can say about that. The doctors want to do some detective work and figure out how this all happened. Immaculate conception, maybe? Mm -hmm. I know it happened at like at least once in the world, if if the Bible's Mm -hmm. to be believed. Quite a long time ago. We all believe, right? No. Anyway, (laughs) was the baby actually her long gestating twin who just lived inside her? Oh, that's a good 
quite a theory. No, that's okay. not it either. The doctors find out that 278 days earlier, which is about nine months, uh-huh. the same girl was admitted to the hospital with knife wounds to her stomach. You see, she had recently broken up with a guy mm-hmm. and had a new boyfriend. She was, let's say, going to third base. Okay. Ex-boyfriend walks in on that, stabs her. Okay. Oh, my God. Two holes from her stab wound. Oh, I, just, I think I think this is going. I think I open see her stomach. Where this is going, and we'll just say that some gravy got in the biscuit. Yes, <laughs> I quit. We're done. Wow! Enjoy your wow. new cooler, guys. Woo. <laughs> I cannot believe John we got it. Nidra, iconic line. Of the century. You would just make t-shirts or like mugs. Yeah. Some gravy got to biscuit. If I was to get pregnant again, that is how I would I would announce it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Some gravy got in the biscuit, y'all. Fourth is on the way. There are moments when we're recording. We do have a lot of fun when we record. But there are moments when we record because we're like merry and festive and we're just enjoying hanging out with each other so much that sometimes we say things that at the time I'm like, there's no way that's ever going to make it into the finished edit. And then I listen and I'm like, ah, that made it. <laughs> Sorry about it. Just Some go- of the things I'm like, you know what? If we get heat for this, that's the kind of heat I welcome. Yeah, yeah. Like it what was a, worth it. What a cross to die on. <laughs> You'll never look at biscuits and gravy the same again. Never again. Mm -mm. Okay, for another moment that I loved, I'm going to get it serious for a second. I found Emmanuel's explainer on the word Caucasian and why it's so problematic, Mm quote-unquote. Really interesting. Once upon a time. Oh, gosh. Specifically the 18th century. Uh Uh-oh. Ground zero for racism. (laughs) Are you there? Um, No. Actually, no. (laughs) I was like, actually, no. Actually, I'm going to stay here. Yeah. And I'm going to... It's safer here. Yeah. We don't want to be there. It was racist and there were no antibiotics. (laughs) In this time and place, a German dude named Johann Blumenbach... Uh Uh-oh. ...went on a vacation. He made it all the way to the Caucasus Mountains, which, in case you're wondering are located in parts of Russia and Georgia between the Caspian and Black Seas. Mm. He started to get the vacation vibe that comes over you when you're on vacation, which is like everything seems better than what's going on. So he, he was full glow up, right? Yes. My tie in yes. hand. Yes. There's no responsibilities, no job, nothing. His out of office email was firmly set up. Mm-hmm. Yes. He was ready to party. All of that. The food is the best he's ever tasted. The sea is clearer than he's ever seen. And the people are drop dead gorge okay this last point especially struck our boy johan let mm-hmm. me take a sip he decided that these people whom he called caucasian were so hot they must have been created in god's image as an ideal form of humanity okay who is johan again a german dude okay just he ain't got he's no credentials random. he's just all right yeah. <laughs> more than enough information to go on thanks emmanuel yes so you might be wondering what about people who aren't from the caucasus mountain mm-hmm. region what's what are his thoughts on do we people? really want to know the short answer okay. is, they're trash. <sighs> okay. <laughs> it was so interesting because I had never heard of that. And I used that word. I've used it as a descriptor. I've, I had no idea that it had this this kind of complex history. And other words that you or phrases that you spoke about, like peanut gallery mm-hmm. and grandfather clause. I had no clue. And I don't know. I felt educated. So Aww. thank you. So you learn a little bit. The you more go. you know. The more you know. Where's yeah. the star? Was ding, that, it ding, just flew ding, over the ding. studio right there. <laughs> yeah. 
you know I love spending time with you guys. And then I love, Aww, thank you. love, 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 love when we have another person in the studio yeah. that we can laugh and kiki with. Mm-hmm. And so one of my like favorite moments was the time that we had Ami Natuso in the studio. Mm-hmm. And I asked her whether or not she thought Instagram model was a real term. Oh, and, and occupation. then she, <gasps> she came up with her taxonomy. And her taxonomy was brilliant. <laughs> I think that 2015 is the year of the hoe. Like, the hoes are winning in 2015 in a way that, like, nobody's noticing. I'm just like, hoes are back. Like, in a big way. And I'm, like, it is not derogatory. I think that's amazing. Like, video vixens, like, everybody's back. I think that Instagram model is a legit profession because guess what? They all have supplementary incomes. So here's my taxonomy. You have the model, DJ slash bartender. Mm-hmm. That's like its own thing. There's anybody in the love and hip hop slash basketball wives universe. Yes. Like okay. they're kind of their own things. You have the art ho, H E A U X. Then you have the like workout models. There's like all these girls that are just like working out. Then there are like people who are married slash about to marry um, rappers or Kevin Hart. Um, that like it's Kevin like Hart is his own category. Kevin Hart is his own category, and I mean, like, I love it. I like, I love it. I was like, th- this is my favorite thing in the whole world. When an Instagram model has a hoverboard, that's like the yes. like, ultimate <laughs> everything for me. And they keep falling off them. It's <laughs> the best uh, thing about them. I'm so happy. Like, have you seen those selfies? Yes. Also, the butt selfies, belfies. I'm like, Ooh. I can't do that. That takes talent. I'm like, I can't. That does take talent. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Belfie sounds like a name, like Sir Humphrey Belfie. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Humphrey of the butt selfies. <laughs> a butt share. So just so you know, we did not ask her to prepare that. That was off the top of the head. Yeah. She just dropped Instagram yep. model brilliance. It's very telling what's in someone's brain, yes. isn't it, already? Yeah. They're like, well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> She's like, I've been thinking about this while going to sleep every night for the past week. For quite some time. She's a consummate professional. Yeah. She just, like, has everything on lock. Yeah, she's we too love good. Her. She's too good. Another one of my favorite moments is the long line of times we have burst into song for no reason. <gasps> that one was on my list. Okay, go ahead. What's your, what's your favorite song? There was this one time... I mean, all of them, but there was this one time where someone died or I don't know what it was, but I was singing a Sarah McLaughlin song. Oh. And, you know, I didn't sing just a little bit of it. I was going into the bridge and the hook Mm. and the chorus. And in the background, you could hear Carly saying, he's still singing. He's still (laughs) singing. I feel like we'd be remiss in this conversation not to mention Alan Rickman dying, which I found super sad. And in many ways, I found that to be sad this is terrible to say but sadder than David Bowie passing away because I (laughs) loved that actor and no it really saddens me so Mm. more than Snape hashtag more than Snape in the arms of the angels may you fly away too soon (laughs) from this dark cold hotel room at the endlessness that you feel, you just took got a turn. The cooler cancel. You are pulled I'm going to veto the <laughs> I think we're going to have angry family members. He's still singing. Memories. He's still singing. It tickles me to this uh, day. I have only ever sung once on this show. 
Do you remember what it was? I do. I sung a little bit from The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face by Roberta Flack. Oh, yeah. Just to really bring the mood down. <laughs> but someone told me they liked it. So. See? Boom. Yeah. I think I, I did Alanis a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were good at that. My favorite song, though, mm-hmm. was that one time, I think it was like one of our first episodes, when we broke out into the Golden Girls theme song. And we did the entire the thing. The entire oh, yeah. <laughs> So we have a couple of people that we would be remiss not to thank. Starting with Susie Retro in the booth. Yay! And David Marcus. He's not here, but hey. <laughs> and thank you guys. Well, thank you, Emmanuel. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Dun, 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 dun. And if you threw a party, <laughs> inviting everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> And scene. That was like two minutes of hell for me because I don't know the Golden Girls. Uh-oh. Homework. Summer homework. Summer oh, homework. I don't want to stay indoors all summer. The Golden no, Girls wait, is literally the template for every like movie or film or television show about four friends. Sex and the City would not have happened without, would not the, Golden have happened without the Golden Girls. Oh. No. Living Single wouldn't have happened. Nope. Girlfriends. Nope. Friends wouldn't have happened without Living Single, but that's a conversation for another day. Hold on. Hangover wouldn't have happened without <laughs> Golden Girls. Boom. Wow. I'm glad we settled that. Yeah. In conclusion, so many memories. So many. And in conclusion, we slay. And kind of do. You should do us the honor of listening to all the times we showed up and did some work. Yeah. Yeah. Made you a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. For free. For free. (laughs) It's It's the big and the pick. Hey, the big and the pick. Hey. So you know what that song means. Ah. It's time for our peek in the pit. Mm. Our look at the highs and lows of pop culture. This week's pit is to karma. You know how they say karma's a bitch? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I need her to be a little bit more of a bitch because cops out here are getting away with everything. Bill Cosby getting away with teaching a seminar on how to avoid sexual mm-hmm. assault. I mm-hmm. thought that was an onion ha- headline. No, that was a real... Point thing. one, don't be in a room with me. Like, that's the end of the Ugh. seminar. Anyway, the Trump kids murdering elephants and leopards in Africa. They're grabbing pussies in a different way than their dad. Mm-hmm. And the thing about protesters in wheelchairs I said earlier. Et cetera, et cetera. And these people are getting away with it. So, karma, come get your people. So, karma gets a pit this week? She does. Karma's yeah. not doing her job. She's on vacation and she needs to come back now. Okay. Yeah. I think Karma's actually a man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love his work. Cool by that. <laughs> also, a pit goes to this cringeworthy feud. The lead singer of Nickelback. Chad Kroger. <laughs> Already you lost me. Former Fame husband to... of Avril Lavigne. I'm sorry, what? Yes. yes. Am I complicated, Avril? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he also looks like um, an Afghan hound. <laughs> With the long ears. So he was interviewed for some reason. I don't know why people care. Who's still interviewing Chad Kroger? And they asked him about Slipknot's 
side project. Do you know Slipknot? They like wear masks. Yeah, and weird. yeah, I I know Slipknot. You know, my dad asking if I've heard of the Doors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know who Slipknot is, so. <laughs> so the lead singer of Nickelback says they're trying to be Nickelback. They're okay, but they're not as good as Nickelback. They sound like Nickelback light. Okay, where is Nickelback? Oh now? my! Is, does Nickelback still make music? You know, I are don't they know. arms wide open people? No, that's Creed. Okay, so I don't know who they are. <laughs> Dude, this is like Jack White claiming to have invented the blues. Oh God, <laughs> no! So the Slipknot frontman went on to describe the lead singer of Nickelback as a quote idiot. Quote, you can run your mouth all you want. All I know is I've been voted sexiest dude in rock wearing mm-hmm. a mask. You've been voted ugliest dude in rock twice. Nope. Wow. Who's, where are these polls? <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I didn't see He it. also said, you have a face like a foot. Oh. Then he said, dude, curl up in bed with your Hello Kitty pillow and shut up. He's just, he, he so clearly Michelle's words fell on deaf ears. We go, they go low, we go high. Yeah, no. did not hear that. Yeah, I think we all forgot okay. that. Yeah. So as if these two bands aren't who enough. Mm. <laughs> who, who they? Who that? Smash Mouth got in the mix. Oh, God. <laughs> Bay Area's finest. By coming to the defense of Slipknot and saying that they are American icons and that Nickelback should watch themselves. So all that to say, team no one. Yeah. Whoever <laughs> wins, we lose. Whoever wins, pit of the week. Whoever loses, pit of the week. You all just get a pit. Yeah. Mm-mm. And now to our peak of the week. Canada, because they always do everything right. Oh, yeah, they do. The thing they did right last week is Canadian officials updated their criminal code, repealing a law that formally forbade the practice of witchcraft. So Lana's excited. I'm excited. The craft's excited. Stevie's excited. Gosh, that's exciting. That is actually exciting. How are they enforcing that? They apparently weren't allowed to tell fortunes or pretend to exercise or to use any kind of witchcraft, sorcery, enchantment, or conjuration. So there's no psychics. There are no No Ouija boards. Done. So we all know that people who are scared of witches are just scared of women and their power. Yep. So now Canada's like, you know what? That was wrong. And we're doing it right. Yep. Hmm. Meanwhile, over here, witch hunts everywhere, according to Trump. Anyway. And wait, you guys, I've told you about my fabulous fact about broomsticks, right? No. Have I told you this? No. Well, when I was a kid, I visited Spain. And me and my family went to a town called Ronda. And I got bored and went to the Witchcraft Museum, which turned out to be a place that a kid probably shouldn't visit by themselves. It's quite sexually explicit. I had a cracking time. Ooh. And I learned that the popular kind of iconic figure of the witch on her broomstick... Riding her broomstick. Uh-oh. Riding wood. Yeah. It came out of a belief, a widespread belief in witches' like voracious sexual appetites. What? That they were just so up for it all the time that any piece of old wood lying around, like a broomstick, would do for them. Wow. That's how the image of riding the broomstick evolved. And when you say riding the broomstick, then it mm-hmm. kind of like takes you there. You see uh, uh, that. Sky high, dude. There's that. The more you know star again. Exactly. So the next time you see someone wandering around your neighborhood on Halloween with a broomstick, just go, <laughs> think of me Ooh, as a kid in the Witchcraft Museum. I didn't think I could love witches anymore, but I do. Mm. I'm happy to bring the knowledge. It's going to ride off now. <laughs> <laughs> so our outro song. Mm. What's going to keep us for the summer? Well, I have the answer. Ideally, right now, I would play the entirety of Lord's new album. Oh, oh it did drop, right? It is obscenely good like it has no right to be this good i'm gonna play you just a few snippets of various times on this album where she does something like irreverent or unusual you know the song is already good it doesn't need any flourish but then 
She's like, here. Is she like salt bay? Is she salt bay? Just like season that a little <laughs> bit with the flick of the wrist. Yes. All right. So this moment is from a song called Homemade Dynamite. Oh, she just had to add, like, etch a little. Okay. Explosion. How delightful. Little Easter egg, though. Another one from a song called The Louvre. We're the greatest. They'll hang us in the Louvre. Down the back, but who cares? Still the Louvre. That's very Taylor Swift, isn't it? They're friends. It's very Taylor Swift. Are they friends? Yes. I could go on, but I'll just end on this one from half of a song called Loveless. And she's just cheerily delivering lines that are like, I'm going to up your life. Oh, I like that. It's very Alanis. Yes. Well, I'm growing up now. How old is she now? 20. And this is called melodrama, and it fits. She's very dramatic, and I love it. I'm here for it. So we'll outro with just one of the songs. Uh It's like Sophie's Choice. I love them all. But (laughs) yes, it's just like that. (laughs) Um, We'll outro with Homemade Dynamite. Thanks to our podcast papa, David Marcus. Thanks to Carolyn Pennypacker-Riggs for our amazing theme song that you hear at the beginning of the show. Please subscribe on iTunes. Also rate us if you like us. If you don't, um, you never heard this. Find us on social media. I am Excuse My Beauty without the first D on Twitter. I am at Teacup in the Bank. I am at Jimmy Says. Follow us. Favorite our stuff. Retweet. Bye. 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 Bye.